From Pennsylvania Avenue to Main Street, Scott Inez tackles the hot topics like only he can. It's time for Inez Says. Hey, I am Scott Inez. Thanks so much for joining us here on the Inez Says podcast. Appreciate you being here. You can find the pod pretty much all over the place, anywhere you get your podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the WDBO app, WDBO.com as well. You can also find me on the radio every single weekday morning with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. Well, here in Central Florida, there has been a very controversial case going on. And finally, on Wednesday, Winter Park Police released body cam video from a fatal shooting at a wedding reception in February. Daniel Knight was his name. He was shot and killed by Winter Park Police while attending his niece's wedding reception there at the Winter Park Event Center. Now, there's been a lot of talk, a lot of controversy about this case. Should police have taken the action that they did? And one of the reasons why this controversy has ballooned is because Winter Park Police waited a long time, like six, seven weeks, to release this body cam footage. Now, it's body cam footage that shows the interaction between police and Daniel Knight. The full footage of the initial officer on the scene was about 15 minutes. The interactions between Daniel Knight and the police officers was about 70 seconds or so before seven shots were fired at Daniel Knight. Here's audio of the initial officer coming on to the scene with Daniel Knight speaking with people outside the event center there in Winter Park. Ma'am, move out of the way. Move out of the way. Come here for a second. Come here. Come here. Come here. Come here. Now the body cam video shows Knight punching that initial responding officer, knocking him to the ground. In the video, officers are then seen discharging their tasers on Knight before police said that Knight struck another officer, knocking him to the ground. The second officer is the one who shoots Knight, who later died at the hospital. So the question is, did Winter Park police respond according to protocol? Is there anything incriminating here for the police? Well, there's no better person to ask than Rini Ingolia. Rini is a former Orlando police detective. He does college football games for ESPN, by the way. And he's also the co-host of the new Professional Rookies podcast out there. So check that out. Here's that chat with Rini now. To me, after watching this video, it was just a perfect storm of bad. On that night in, in Winter Park, you have this belligerent guy in Daniel Knight. You had a very emotional scene. You had Knight getting more and more upset when police showed up. What was your take when you saw this video initially, Rini? Yeah, when I initially looked at it, I mean, just overall, the first thing I, I, I looked at everything, it looks like and now there'll be more in-depth investigations. It looks justified to me. So what people need to understand is when law enforcement is called to a scene, and I've been to scenes like that where you get a call, aggressive person, you show up. The first thing you notice is how quickly it escalated, right? Mm -hmm. And so the, when the police officers are showing up to a scene like that, they're trying to assess what's going on. Uh, they see the subject, right? He's obviously aggressive, right? Right away, you could tell from his tone and demeanor. Yeah. The other thing people need to realize when law enforcement shows up, uh, that situation, that um, 
that incident there it's now an armed incident there's guns there now people be like well he wasn't armed uh the officers brought the guns yeah but that's reality that's what happened and you're right i just think it escalated um and it goes to show you when people don't follow directions of law enforcement how quick things can go south in a hurry and boy it sure did in this case it sure did the footage shows daniel knight knocking this initial policeman on the scene to the ground Reenie, that's when the yelling begins the chaos breaks loose as you said it happened very very quickly but that's a very dangerous situation now because you have a police officer down and out with this guy kind of hovering here exactly right so when an officer gets knocked down like that and he was obviously stunned i don't know if he was fully unconscious but i mean you can tell from the body camera he went down and there was no movement. So at that point, you're almost in a deadly force situation for that officer because obviously uh, the subject could jump on him, beat him in the head, take, uh, take his gun, take other weapons from his holster, could smash his head into the ground. So that's a bad situation. It appears the other officer tried to tase the subject to subdue him, subdue him. That appeared not to work. And then he falls over. So now he has the subject coming on him. Obviously, that officer felt like he was in, uh, you know, that the subject could cause death or great bodily harm to him, right? Yeah. He's on his back. He opens fire. Um, Again, you you shoot to stop. Um, A lot of people will always question, why did they shoot so many times? I can tell you from doing these investigations, um, you know, in a life and death situation, there's a tunnel vision there. You're shooting to stop. Many times when you, you hit, a, hit a subject uh, one or two times with a, uh, with a bullet, they don't stop. Their momentum, they're, they're coming at you, and you're just going to keep shooting again until the threat has stopped. And I believe that's what happened here. But we'll get a full investigation. I, I know at, at OPD, uh, we, we would bring FDLE in to do an investigation. We would do a lateral investigation to make sure all the policies and procedures um, we're done correctly. So I, I would imagine Winter Park uh, will be doing the same thing here. Yeah, if, we, I'm assuming they already did. Rini, we, we had a, a person chiming in on the WDBO open mic earlier this morning. You know, why shoot the guy seven times? So you, you tell us why seven times? Why not just once or twice? And, and why not once or twice in the, in the ankle or the leg in, instead of aiming at the yeah. torso? So you're never, you're never trained to shoot anywhere but center mass, okay? Mm-hmm. That's where you're trained to shoot. Um, every agency does it that way. You shoot to stop the threat. So, you know, people say shoot to kill. No, no, it's shoot to stop. So, uh, and I can only tell you from, invest, from my personal experience of investigations, and I've investigated police shootings that resulted in death. So um, from what I saw from the video, is the, the officer that shot, he fell as well. Obviously, the taser didn't work. He thinks he's going to probably be overtaken again, which could cause death or great bodily harm to him. His, his partner's already out, right? Knocked unconscious, what we believe. Um, it happened so quickly. You have a big, strong subject, right? I mean, we see it in the video. Um, aggressive, was aggressive from the get-go. He's approaching him. When he discharges his firearm again, you know, from experience, one, two, three, you're going to shoot to stop. Those first couple rounds surely don't stop the threat. He's still coming. And again, I I can tell you, Scott, as a police officer, you're not counting. You're not counting how many times you shot the gun. I'm sure when he got um, interviewed by FDLE and and the uh, agencies that investigated him, he probably thought he shot two or three times. Mm -hmm. I I guarantee you that's what he thought he shot. When they told him you shot seven times, he was probably shocked. But in that situation, right, 
where it's fight or flight. You think your life is in danger. You want that threat to stop. You're going to pull the trigger and, uh, and keep pulling it until the threat you know is completely stopped. Well, you have the trained eye. I don't. Uh, I have an untrained eye, but I was saying earlier, I don't see anything incriminating on the part of the police here. Now, could we nitpick and say that the initial officer could have communicated better with those two people, including Daniel Knight, outside the event center? Maybe, but it looks to me, Rini, as if they follow protocol at Winter Park Police. Is that what you see here? Correct. Yeah, to me, and I don't know their policies and procedures, so normally what will happen in a case like this, especially one that, 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 that gets a little more high profile, again, a secondary agency, most likely FBLE, will come in and investigate the shooting to make sure there was no criminality uh, by the police officers, right? And they're going to look at they're going to look at the subject too. They're going to look at everything. They're going to do a really in-depth investigation. Winter Park should do a lateral investigation with their professional standards, also known as internal affairs, to make sure no policies, procedures, regulations were broken uh, by the officers, which would be you know civil in nature by the agency. So those two investigations will come together, and you should get a conclusion sometime down the road, relatively quick. You know, you don't let shooting investigations hang out. Usually three to six months, um, you will get the findings. So to me, again, I just looked at the video a couple of times. I'm not privy to any reports, any witness statements. But from what I've seen based on my experience um, investigating shootings, it looked like uh, it, it was a, uh, a justified shooting to me. Yeah. Why wait in releasing this video, Rainey? I mean, wh- why, if you're the Winter Park Police, knowing the times we're living in right now, where law enforcement is under a microscope, why not release this video earlier? Because the lag time did nothing but add suspicion of the Winter Park Police here over the last yeah. month and a half. Yeah, I think that's a decision ultimately probably the chief has to make uh, and the mayor. Um, again, I'm surmising that FDLE got brought in on this. I could be wrong on it, but I know at OPD, again, we bring FDLE in. Um, and so there's a, there's a lot of investigations going on. This is my guess, because this is, is me as an investigator. You don't want that body cam footage out there, although you believe, and, and I believe it exonerates the officers, right? If you put that video out there, Scott, then everyone sees it, right? And it paints their... The witnesses there, it taints their statement of what they actually saw that night. You want people's fresh, as best as they can, recollection of their true statements. Once the video is out there, then they're thinking, well, no, I saw him punch him, but no, the video doesn't really show. It shows something different, and they change their statements. You don't want that. You want to get all the statements from the eyewitnesses before the video goes out. So if I was a betting man, I would guess that's what they were waiting for, to get all the statements. There was a lot of people there, obviously. I mean, not only family members for the wedding, but I'm sure there was caterers there and musicians and people that uh, were running the facility. So a lot of people were there. So you want to get all those witness statements um, before anybody's going to change their mind based on what uh, the video showed. Again, much appreciation to former Orlando police detective Rini Ingolia. That's going to wrap it up for the Inez Says podcast. Again, appreciate you being here. Find me on the radio every single weekday morning with Orlando's Morning News, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. I'll see you next time. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, 
you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.